Hey everybody, Rob Goody here, the MLM Solution. <clears throat> Welcome. Today is Wednesday, January uh, 27th. Golly. Is it 20, yeah, yeah. 27th, I'm looking at it. It's just hard to believe. This month is almost over, 27th. All right, that's currently 10.57 and 20 seconds after. Eastern Standard Time, as you know, we go live each and every day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you will, please share our podcast and our various platforms with our fellow network marketers across the globe so they can have access to this great information as well. You can do that by utilizing hashtag the MLM solution. Hashtag the MLM solution. Go to our platforms and share, share, share. We depend on you to help us get the word out. We thank you in advance for doing that. And today our topic is going to be number 120, taking on your own organization. Look, if you don't know how to run your own organization, how to own it, then guess what? You're at a major disadvantage. You need to, if you've never been a business owner before, you need to learn how to become one so that you can not only build a successful business, but maintain it as well. So join us today to find out at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we stream live on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel and other places. All right. With that being said, I'm going to hop off here. Miss Marie and I will be on here shortly. God bless. We'll see you in a moment. Welcome to the MLM Solution Podcast Show, where you'll learn the facts and hear the truth about the network marketing industry. Here's your host, Rob Cootie. Hello, Marie. Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? Good morning. Happy hump day. Halfway through the week, or almost halfway through the week, I guess. Oh, yes, yes. Halfway through the week. Oh my the last week of January, crazy. Mm -hmm. Can't believe it. The time is flying, which I, I don't know about you, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, you know, I have mixed emotions about it. You got to realize how much older I am than you. You're only in your 20s, and I hear I'm in my 60s. And uh, I don't, you know, on one hand, I'm to get this craziness behind us. Yes, but on the other hand. I'd like to be here a few more years. <laughs> yeah, your so, math is a little off on our age difference, though. I'm just oh, you're, you're in your teens then. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you older than what you were. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> With that being said, let's just say that uh, time can be different for all of us <laughs> in today's world. And I think everybody's looking forward to it. All right. So with that being said, uh, today is a uh, important number, 120, 120. We're almost there, Miss Marie, 200, it's around the corner. Taking on your own organization, what does that mean? Well, guys, look, here's the thing. If you don't, if you've never owned a business before, if you've never known and experienced, let me say it that way, how to take ownership of your own business, guess what? You're going to learn some important information today because, look, it's one thing to build it, okay? We can teach you how to build it, but to own it, totally different thing. This taps into what we talked about yesterday. We were talking about answering uh, your uh, new partner's questions. 
And we told you some tactics that you needed to use in there to take control of the situation so that speed and urgency can still take place and so that they do not steal your valuable time. Because you got to realize you're building a multi-million dollar international business. That's literally what you're doing, okay, if you want the big time. So that means that you don't have time to be fully fronting around with any of your new partners. Everybody needs to be professional, to the point, concise, quick. you got a question, ask a question, accept the answer, and let's move on. Okay, sometimes those, uh, those one questions can take 10 minutes. Sometimes they only take two minutes. Okay, if they have multiple questions, so that's where the problem comes in. That's the reason why we did yesterday's episode. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back to podcast number 118 and find out. You'll see what we're referring to. It's an important subject. You'll see why it connects to what we're talking about today. Because yesterday, some of the things we told you to do to take control of that situation when they're asking questions is part of taking ownership of your organization and your future and your business and your income and lifestyle. Yes, all of that is tied together. Wow, that was a mouthful. I did it quick. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I didn't lose anybody there. Uh, Miss Murray, does that make sense? Well, it absolutely makes sense. And this is this is one of the areas that not a lot of people give thought to when they first join a network marketing business. You know, it's one of the beauties of this industry is you almost have a business in a box built for you. It's almost like a franchise, but in yeah. my opinion, better, um, because a lot of the advantages are there. You have most network marketing companies, you have a high quality product already in place. You have distribution channels already in place. You are able to build a business just from a straight product movement perspective and offering the same business opportunity to other people. A lot of the day-to-day -day business details are kind of already taken care of for you. So it's not like you're building a business from the ground up. So not a lot of people think about it in terms of kind of taking on your organization and really taking ownership of your business and what you want to achieve and also help others achieve as you move along. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little bit of a different perspective and it's not necessarily a direction everyone wants to go, nor do they have to go with their network marketing business. But I think it is a very important topic to talk about, especially if you fall in the category of having the high lifestyle dreams, the, the high level achievement of absolute time freedom, building that residual income, and how you are going to get that to work for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well put, as always. Well said. And guys, you must realize, <clears throat> let, let me just give you a little bit of personal uh, history here. When I first got into the business, I remember I had a wonderful, I, I've been so blessed. And I mean, as I look back, you can say that, you know, that I ain't that old coche. 2020s, uh, in, no, hindsight's 2020, but it's so true, obviously, it's a truism, because as I look back, I would look, and I realized how blessed I was with the leadership I had. They were so smart, and a lot of what they taught me, Miss Marie, went over my head. Why it stuck with me to this day, I don't know. Was, I was like a tape recorder. I really soaked in, and the business model uh, really fascinated me, and all the intricacies and how it worked kind of fascinated me, and, and I guess when I'm fascinated with something, you know, I learn this stuff like a sponge and I, and I retain it because I can look back and I can see them telling me these things. And one of the things they told me is that, look, you have to realize you have at your fingertips an international multi-million dollar business. 
And I could not fathom that, Miss Maria. I mean, I, I was an entrepreneur at heart, but I was a young entrepreneur. I really didn't get business. I really didn't get success. And, you know, I mean, I understood the words, but I really didn't know what they mean. It's one thing to say, and it's another thing to live. You know, to live success is different than saying it or even writing about it in a book or whatever. So the thing is that it went right over my head. I heard them. I understood what they were saying to some degree, but I couldn't fathom me owning an international multi-million dollar business, even though I knew that the company I was with, Amway at the time, that I could sponsor people in all parts of the world. I got that. That was international. It made common sense. Nobody needed to be a brain surgeon to figure that out, right? And I could see where you could move millions of dollars worth of product in there. But to put the two together and that I could do that was just, you know, hard for me to comprehend. I didn't say I didn't believe in myself because I did. But I, I just couldn't grasp it. I couldn't wrap my mind around that because I had never done anything like that. And I thought to myself, could I really do that? Okay. <clears throat> so then uh, I, I was, as I started off on my journey and, and I began to build the business. And I'm going to tell you guys that building the business, going through the steps, uh, as we teach the five simple steps to networking success, that is a mechanical thing. You're going step one, step two, three, four, five. Okay. That is a mechanical thing. You just over and over. You're like a machine in a production facility. You know, to-doom, to-doom, to-doom. you're constantly pumping out the exact same five steps. Okay. And, and it's up to you to whether you put in two hours or eight hours or 12 hours or 20 hours a day. That's up to you. Okay. That is what determines your success. The more hours you put in, if you're doing it right, consistent, correct business building activity, always, that's the key. If you're going to put in the hours, do it correctly. If you do it over and over and over and over and you're able to put in 20 hours a day and you are contacting new people all the time, guys, you're condensing the success curve from years down to months, okay? Because it's all a numbers game. All right, so with all that being said, you have to realize that when you, you start out, you're doing the mechanical steps of building a business, which is the five simple steps. That's what you're doing. You are at that time focused on that. And you're not focused on an international million-dollar business. It, that doesn't even cross your mind. You're focusing towards 100 people doing 100 PV. That's your goal. You know, you have your 90-day goal sheet. That is one of your goals. And you have X amount of uh, leaders you want to have in your business. Those are all goals. Okay? But your number one goal should be 100 people doing 100 PV in 90 days. All right? So with that being said, you have that goal that you're shooting for, not even thinking, because you're so focused on that and you're doing the mechanical steps. Over and over until you get to those goals. And you don't even think about international or anything. You're just focused on laying that foundation. So when it really starts to hit you is in phase two, which means identify and work with your leaders over the next 90 days. You had your first 90 days of the business building process, which is your first 90 day mini blast. You have your phase two, which is identifying and working with your leaders. Okay. And that's when it becomes real. That's when you start to say, because now you're doing, you're working with your leaders. And some of your leaders could be in other parts of the world. Okay. Now you're making long distance calls. Now you're doing Zoom calls. Now you're doing uh, 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 presentations, whatever the case may be, whether it's live events or whatever, for your downline. You're, you're growing your leaders, the people that are working just as hard as you, people that are building large businesses. Okay. And you have something common. So now you're focused on what? Not necessarily the mechanics of the five simple steps because you've already done that. You're not needing a mini blast. Now you're doing what? Kind of the, 
management style, and I really don't like that word management in, in network marketing because management and network marketing is bad, bad, bad. Nothing good comes out of managing in network marketing. But what I'm saying is you're managing your time to work with the number of leaders that have been identified uh, in the 90 day minute blast. And you're working with them to help them build their businesses, to get their businesses stable. We talked about drive and depth. This is where you're doing that to stabilize those legs. It's good for them. It's good for you. It's good for everybody. That's when all this is taking place. Okay. And then what are you doing now? You're so busy driving depth in your legs and developing the security in your organization and helping your people grow, uh, teaching them the intricacies of the business and why they need to drive depth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so what are you doing now? You're fully focused on what? Helping your leaders. That's what you should be doing. When you help others be bigger than yourself, then you're going to be hugely successful. But you, once again, don't take the time to think that you are building an international multi-million dollar business. Maybe at night you might sit down and take a deep breath and say, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But here's where you take ownership of your business. When you hold people accountable, including yourself, and part of that is what we talked about yesterday. You're a new person. You sign them up on Monday, Tuesday. They say, can you get with me, Rob? I got questions. Even though they've already signed up and you've already trained them, now they have questions. So usually it's a red flag. Bills should go up, blah, blah, blah. We talked about that yesterday. Go back and listen. But here's the point. <clears throat> if they put you on the spot and they got 20 questions instead of five, guys, you got a problem. <clears throat> this is where you take an ownership of your own business. is really going to show you got to have the spine, the balls, whatever you want to call it, the guts to stand up and say, look, I only have a half hour. You're going to ask me five of your top questions, and I'm going to answer them shortly and concisely. you got a half hour. After a half hour, i got another call. I cannot make those people wait, and you know about speed and urgency and about being responsible and time management. Okay, we talked about that in your training. And they're going to say, yep, yep, we did. Okay, but the thing is, uh, they may still try to steal your time, and they may try to make you feel guilty uh, for not providing more time for them because of the quote unquote, they're special or they're somebody or whatever the case may be. Guys, you can't let them manipulate you. You got to realize you, this is when it becomes real that you have an international multi-million dollar business. If you allow somebody else through their words and through their actions and through their demands to control your time, your energy, your focus, you're allowing them to have a direct impact on your business. Because now you're not doing what you're supposed to do, and it's going to be duplicated throughout. If you do that with them, what do you think they're going to do if they take action in this business? The exact same thing. What's going to happen to the whole leg? They're going to do the same thing. Now you have a cancer in your business, a real problem, okay? And you can say, Rob, you're being too critical. That's overhyped. That's overblown. Well, you know what? If you don't believe me, that's fine. Go ahead and give it a shot. See what happens. But the bottom line is, is this, guys. You cannot afford for that to happen. You've got to take ownership. And this is when, Miss Marie, when you are really realizing that you that your lifestyle, your money, and everything you work for is in jeopardy in this one moment with this one person. Because guys, I'm telling you, this is a defining moment. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be aggressive. You just be firm and you be fair and you be sincere. Okay, and you can do it with a loving heart. And you say, nope, I only got a half hour. I told you that. But as we told you in yesterday's episode, have a little egg timer. It's one of those mechanical things. It goes ding, ding, ding. Set your phone to go off in a half hour. Ding, ding, ding. Okay? And say, okay, that's it. Guys, there's nothing wrong with doing what you say you're going to do since you told them up front what was going to happen. And if they don't have respect for you for that, that's their fault, not yours. Don't ever let anybody manipulate you and your business because it's going to affect your business. This is when, Miss Marie, the rubber meets the road. This is when you own your business. 
Yeah. And part of the ownership of your business is understanding that duplication, even when you're not consciously thinking about duplicating your efforts in your business, you are essentially leading by example. So when you are, for instance, responding to that new partner's questions the very next day after he signs up, that is the way he or she is going to think that it gets handled and they're going to replicate that in their efforts. So if you spend an inordinate amount of time with them, they're going to do the same thing with their people and you end up losing that speed and urgency, right? Right. Time is a very thing. It's the most valuable commodity we all have because once you've spent it, it's gone. You can't get it back. There are no do-overs, no redos. That just doesn't happen. Money, you can spend that. You can always go out and make more one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. But time, you can't get back. So it's really important to kind of keep in mind, and sometimes I used to have a post-it note on my uh, on my computer terminal that said that just said time, just to remind me that the time is short, the time is precious. And even though other people may have time to waste, I don't. And I need to stick to my guns. And as Rob said, you don't have to be mean, overly aggressive or anything. You just need to be firm in your stance and say, this this is the time I have to spend with you today. If it's going to take longer, we're going to have to reschedule. If there's other information you need, I'll send you some links. You can go look it up or alternatively, calling the company is oftentimes an option as well. That's what their customer support staff is there for. That's right. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll go a step further. I'll, I tell people, <clears throat> I tell all my people, look, the company is the number one option. Okay. Your job is not to become the answer man because the moment you become the answer man, guys, if you like, Ms. Marine suggests that maybe you want to reschedule and in, in, uh, another day to answer guys, I'm going to tell you something. If you get caught in that trap, what's going to end up happening is that you're going to become that answer person, okay? You, you can't want to show off your knowledge and skill. Look, I love to talk. You can tell that. Uh, I would say I have a fair amount of knowledge in this business. Uh, you know what? If I had an ego, I'd want to show that off and show them how cool I am and how much I know. Well, you know what? That's total bullcrap. There's nothing good that comes out of that. And you know what? I know that when I hear those questions, my automatic answer is, is hey, if you go to the website, did you watch that video? Did you... You know what? Because that is where the soul source is. There are questions, as Miss Marie and I have done throughout these podcasts, that uh, uh, you're not going to be able to get answers to uh, except for me. I get that. Okay. If they ask the right question, chances are, Miss Marie, I would probably be the only soul source of that question. But the thing is, uh, as you know, our depth, you're not, our knowledge of this industry is so deep. Yet if they ask one of those far off questions, chances are they don't need to know the answer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're often, oftentimes a lot of the questions they will ask, they're actually getting ahead of themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they really, you really need to help folks focus on where they are in their business today. Yeah. The next yeah. step for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know the path. Yes, you can guide them down it. And they're trying to look like over the next hill 
to see what that next, you know, 10 steps down the road is. And they really don't need to know that. They need to focus on these next two steps to get them to their first check. They don't have to worry about that bonus trip that they could potentially earn when they hit the emerald level or whatever it is. That's down the road, one, yeah. one thing at a time, right? That's what right. do they say? A, a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. And there that's really where you have to get them to focus their time and efforts and use that speed and urgency to get them moving down that path. That's right. Well said. And very important, too. Uh, that is a very poignant a point you made there. Uh, the thing is, guys, uh, she's absolutely right. There's only a certain few steps that you need to know and be concerned about. Um, always remember, there's never a prospect so important that you have to compromise yourself, your business, and your success for. Okay? For every person that you think has a chance to be a superstar, there's someone, there's a hidden gem out there that someone that you would never think would be the star will end up being your star. Don't ever try to hold on to, don't ever get emotionally attached to that person, their, their reputation, uh, their prior success, whatever. That is a big mistake. Realize that each person stands on their own merit, their own results, okay? Never ever kiss somebody's butt to keep them in the business. It is their business. They are going to determine their own future through their own actions. And if they are the type of person that has a strong personality and they demand that, hey, you're my leader, by golly, it's your job to be there for me when I have questions and needs and this and that, guys, don't let them play that emotional uh, game with you. Don't let them put you in an emotional jail cell uh, with that comment. That is not the case. Realize each person here is responsible for their own success. Right, Miss Marie? It's not your job to ensure they're going to be successful. You know what your job is? To train them on how this business works and be there if they have questions or if they run into problems. That's it. Okay? And typically, if they have a problem, it's only going to be one problem, maybe two at the most. Don't let them think, I've got multiple problems. I need to talk to you. Guys, it's not the case. If you're building this business, I'll be honest with you, most times you only run into one or two problems along the way and rarely together every once in a while. Okay? So you can't let them play that game with you. It's not how it works. Okay, don't let them play emotional, um, uh, not suicide, but don't let them can't, uh, uh, hold you prisoner. It's about the best way I can uh, say it emotionally because of their words and their actions and their threats. Um, once again, this is when you own your own. You stand up on your own two feet and you say, no, no, this is enough. And if you lose them, you lose them. Right, Miss Marie? You just got to let it go. It's just part of the numbers game. It's part of the process. It's going to happen. It happens to most people, and you move on. And, Miss Marie, because I did move on, I ended up sponsoring people that were made me totally forget about that moment because they were so good. Well, exactly. And, and it's another one of those things. Not everyone you bring into your business is going to stick. Not everyone you bring into the business as a partner who says they want to pursue it and attain a certain level of success, not everyone is going to do anything. Yep. So you have to you have to kind of accept that and be able to let it go. You can't want it for them more than they want it for themselves. You're never going to be able to pull somebody 
across that finish line to success with you. They've got to want it. They've got to work for it. They've got to own it. And that's part of the beauty of this industry. Again, it's it's an opportunity to earn the amount of income that you're actually worth, that right. you earn in your business. That's right. That reflects on you and that reflects on them. That's now, right. obviously, the level of success that they achieve that you can help them with as you guide them along the path helps build your success as well. But you can't you can't drag a dead carcass along with you just to have a body count. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. number of people in your organization doesn't really make a difference. The right. number of people working in your organization, that's what's important. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, additionally, Ms. Marine, guys, let me tell you something else that lets you know when you own your business or yeah, when you take ownership of this business, your business, whatever you want to call it. It's this, guys. <clears throat> when you're all alone at night, when you reflect on your day's activities, you did the right thing. You didn't compromise. You stood strong. You're doing 100 PV. You're doing more than 100 PV. I don't care if it's 102 PV. It's still more than 100. And you should be proud of that. I don't care if it's 100 PV and 50 cents. Okay? It's still more than 100 PV, and you should be proud of that. Now, I'm not saying cheat the system by doing 100 PV and 50 cents, okay? Because <laughs> that usually, usually, what I'm saying here, guys, usually one point equals one dollar. There's certain times where there's not, like toothpaste is typically not going to be one for one, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so, but the thing is, is that if you're doing more than 100 PV and you're not bragging about it, be proud of yourself at night because you're doing the right thing. If you had a tough situation where a new partner put you on the spot and it was asking tough questions and playing this emotional blackmail with you and you stood your ground, and you said, no, I'm not going to allow this to happen. And you don't tell anybody else about it, which you shouldn't. Okay, guess what? You can use it as an example for a teaching moment later on without using names. But guess what? You don't go out broadcasting it. But at night, be proud of what you did. If at night you know that you're doing the right things, you're not playing games with people, you're being honest, you're being sincere, you're teaching the right steps, you're holding your people accountable when necessary, guys, guess what? You own your business. What I'm saying is when the lights are not on you and you're in the background and when there's no one else around to watch your activity and you're being honest and you're doing things with integrity, you are owning that business. OK, not just by dealing with people one on one, as we just talked about, OK, holding people accountable with your words and actions. But at night, when you know you are doing the right things, if you're doing training, listen to our podcast, you're reading books about network marketing, trying to further your knowledge. OK. Going to our members area and watching the videos and the training and stuff, trying to become the best you can be. Guess what? You own, you're owning that business. Those are all steps that leaders take in taking ownership of what they have. Okay. Right, Miss Marie? Anybody can just go out there and apply the work ethic and the hours into the five simple steps. Anybody can do that and achieve success. But if you're going to take ownership, and guys, I'm going to tell you, when you take ownership, there's a whole different level of satisfaction that comes with that. And there's a whole different level of uh, profitability that comes with that. And you'll see what I'm talking about because this permeates not only from yourself. People pick it up on it, especially if you're other leaders. And you'd be amazed at the impact that I have on your retention rates and on your profitability. And it's an intangible that very few people can explain. I'm certainly at a loss for words for it. But that is the reason why you have the Worldwide Dream Builders organization still around, the Bill Brand organization still around, long after these people have passed away. 
Okay. So the thing is, is that you have a situation where you want to make sure that when you're all alone at night and you reflect on your day's activities, that you say, you know what, I did the right thing. I held myself accountable. That's what an owner does, Miss Marie, of a business. Yeah, I, well, and that's, I mean, that's the bottom line of ownership, right? You own it at the end of the day. It's not an excuse of, you know, the weather was bad, so it was a gloomy day and I just didn't feel like working. You're you're still putting in the time and the effort and you're always giving it your best shot and putting your best forward foot forward in your business as you're working. You're not slacking off. You're not... Um, you know, doing it because you felt like it that day, because more often than not, you're not going to feel like it, right? Yeah, yeah. You actually have to you have yeah. to kind of get going to get into the swing of things to get get in the mood and do it. And this is why so many people will struggle with their own network marketing business is because they're used to having that job. They're used to having somebody that they report to a certain level of responsibility that they have to live up to. Otherwise, they may not have a job anymore. Well, this is a totally different scenario, right? This is your own business. So it's up to you whether or not you're going to put in the work, but then the results are going to be a direct reflection of the effort that you've put in. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you know, um, guys, when you, when you sit down and you reflect and you hold yourself accountable when no one else is around, that is powerful. When you're doing the right things, when no one else can see you, that is powerful. There's a certain synergy that takes place with that. There's a certain level, as I said, of satisfaction and a certain level of uh, inward uh, reflection that lets you know, you know what, I'm really serious about this because I'm holding, when no one else is around, no one else can see me, no one else can hear me, I'm saying and doing the right things. I'm saying and doing the things that I'm telling my downline to do. I'm not misleading them. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. I'm doing what I say I was going to do. And Miss Marie, that's powerful. And that's when you're taking ownership. That's when you are owning that business. You're saying, I care about the people. I'm going to be honest in, in private as well as in public eye. Okay. And I'm going to take ownership of this. And you know what? I've realized that I have a, a thriving and growing business that has a chance to be an international multi-million dollar business. I see that. I get that now. It makes sense to me now. And you know what? If I'm going to have that, I've got to be accountable in every step of the process. Guys, that's the reason why we had that episode we had yesterday and all the other episodes, because they're all reflecting what? What you have to do to be successful and to retain that success long term so that you can live off of it and have that lifestyle. We make it sound so easy sometimes, and it is. Just do the five simple steps. But as you can tell, look at this important subject. Who teaches you this? Who talks about this? Very few people. And guys, this is imperative to your success. Taking ownership of your own business is an imperative part of long-term uh, or longevity in this business and the long-term profitability of your organization. You have to be the figurehead. Miss Marie, as you get into phase five, which is not a business building process, phase five is you're the legendary figure. You own a, leg a legendary uh, position in your organization. You are the figurehead. You are the legend. You are the reason people come to live events to shake your hand, to be around you, that hang on every word that you speak. Okay, you see the people that like that all the time at these events. Guys, that's where you'll end up if you just do these simple things that we're teaching you. Okay, 
And the legacy position is probably the most important position you own. Why? Because that's how the drink out of the coconut um, money continues to come in and the stability of your business continues to uh, thrive. And you say, well, what do you mean? Because guess what? You're, when you become, when you get to phase five and you become that legendary figure and you retire, guess who keeps your business going? Your downline leaders, your big shots, the ones that you help mature, I mean, uh, uh, massage into leaders and help them to grow and mature as leaders. And guess what? Because they have the same dream you, what is their dream? To become that legendary figure themselves, guess what? They're continuing to pump out volume, to pump out money that you can live off of, okay? And so, and theoretically, and really kind of realistic too, uh, in many ways, which we won't get into here, uh, phase five, being that legendary position, is probably the most important role you'll ever uh, own. But here's the thing. In order to get there, you have to know that you own this business. It is your organization. It has your name on it, okay? And when pe when you go to these events and people come to these events and, and swallow you up, and want all of your time, that's when you realize, yes, this is my organization. This is what I put together. This is what I worked so hard for. This is mine. This is mine. And you're not being selfish. You're recognizing the things that you did to put this together. And the reason people are coming to you is because they recognize that you are the head of that organization. Right, Miss Marine? Mm -hmm. yep. That's when you know you own it. When other people come flying around you. <laughs> <laughs> And take up all your free time. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Did all that make sense? I I think that all makes sense, and I think that that kind of covers the topic really well. You have to you have to have that sense of ownership, that sense of responsibility, that sense of of um, I want to almost call it a calling to what you're doing and the impact you're having on people's lives and their businesses. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we covered the subject very well. I think people get it. Just remember, guys, that when you, you, you're taking ownership of your business is a big part of your success. You don't realize it during the business building process. You don't realize it when you're working with your leaders. You're too busy putting in that foundation that gives you a chance for your business to take that exponential growth ride. And uh, that is what you're doing in the first two phases. Your mind is totally focused on all the activity that you got to keep up with. You're not even thinking about building international business. Uh, you know, you're just thinking, hey, this is what I, my next step is. Here's my next step. Here's my next step. And you got to keep doing that. That is the right approach to take. Don't feel bad about that. But I'm going to tell you something. As I look back, I wish I had realized, mind-wise, and accepted the fact, before I took my first business building step, that I was building a large international multi-million dollar business. You know why, Miss Marie? Because I would have looked at it totally different and my activities would have been totally different. Now I did as I got older, you know, because I grasped it, you know, but I'm talking about when I first started out. Then it went right over my head, <laughs> which wouldn't surprise you back when I was young. <laughs> you know, I am a man. <laughs> well, that, that happens, right? You don't always, um, you don't always appreciate the moment while you're in it, but in retrospect, it takes on a whole different whole different uh, scenario. It does. Absolutely. All right, guys, that's enough. Uh, tomorrow, guess what? 121. Man, we're racing towards that episode 200. I'm so excited. All right. So podcast number 121, hosting live events. That is the topic. Is it not, Miss Marie? It uh, is. All right. 
Uh, man, we're, she's got it. She's on the ball. One subject leads to the next, and tomorrow's going to be another one that tags into what we're talking about today and what we talked about yesterday. You do not want to miss it. Uh, believe it or not, you may someday, and uh, don't you know? Don't doubt yourself. Uh, be in a position where you'll hold your own live events, and that's exciting, and it can happen. If you're going to build a large international business, believe me, chances are you're going to be doing live events, and that's an exciting thing. Even if you've never been in front of people, it can be a little nerve-wracking in the beginning. I was nervous when I first did it. But you know what? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I love being up on stage, Miss Maria. I'm kind of a ham. <laughs> I don't Imagine that. <laughs> it, it kind of shows, huh? So anyway, I like having fun. I've done some pretty crazy stuff up there. But anyway, uh, so guys, don't think you cannot do it. As I just said, think big. Think international. Think multi-million dollar business. And if you do, hosting a live event is part of that process. All right. That being said, if you will, go to our uh, various social media platforms, share, share, share. We ask that you share our social media platforms, our podcasts. And remember, we're on all the podcasts out there. Go to a podcast, Blueberry, uh, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, all that stuff. We're out there. Uh, and share all of our social media platforms, our podcasts, and our videos with our fellow network marketers across the globe. You can do that by utilizing the hashtag, the uh, MLM solution. But you can also do that by hitting the share button, right? Comment. We love the comments, if you will, please. And hit the like button and subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. We uh, really appreciate it when you do. It really makes us excited that you guys recognize the, what we're bringing to the table. Uh, that being said, if you will, also give us a thumbs up. Whoops, there it is. Give us a thumbs up if you like what you hear. You guys have been doing that, and we really appreciate it. Continue to do that. It's immediate feedback for us. We really appreciate it when you do that. It means a lot to us when we know that you're enjoying what you're hearing and you see value in it. So with that being said, Miss Marie, if you don't have anything further, I'm going to get off of here. And uh, remember, guys, you can go to themlmsolution.net as we close themlmsolution.net. As always, we have a ton of stuff there. You know that. Here's some of the free, free, and I did say free, right? F-R-E-E. -E, Spelled correctly, free, free, free gifts, one book, one video, one audio, great information there. Can't get that anyplace else. It is, that is That right there is business-changing information. I'm going to tell you that without any hesitation whatsoever. Also, as you know, we have the wonderful and famous What Not to Do in Network Marketing. Great, great product. All right, Miss Marie, if you don't mind, we're going to hop off of here. Oops, that jumped up there, too. There was our dictionary. We're going to hop off here. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with another great episode. Take care. God bless, guys. Thank you for listening to the MLM Solution Podcast. For more info, visit our website, themlmsolution.net. Please follow us on the following platforms, Facebook, YouTube, etc. And share this podcast with our fellow network marketers around the world by hitting the share button on our various platforms.